episode 20 Episode 20 of Your favorite podcast podcast The Rojo Show Yes, yes people This is This is a big number, right? 20, I mean I guess 25 is a big number too But after I mean 20 20's big. I think 20's big. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. How's everybody doing? I'm okay. I just uh, put a piece of gum in my mouth after drinking this coffee and then, like, promptly spit the gum back out. I chewed on it a little bit. Plus, the microphone was on and the headphones were on my ears when I was chewing the gum and I was, like, hearing it back to me. And it was kind of making me nauseous. But... Um, today is, today's Wednesday, today is Wednesday the 9th, today the 9th, what's today's date, yeah the 9th, boom, I'm on top of it, um, got some topics, cool topics, um, apparently I got a lot of flack from last week about 808 and heartbreaks, (laughs) about me not mentioning that as one of Kanye West's greatest works of all time. I'm sorry. I apologize. The nerve of me to be talking about cake music and not mention 808 and heartbreaks. That's not really cake music though. Like 808 and heartbreaks is like, I just broke up with my lady and I need to feel better about something. That's like wallowing music. That's what that is. That's wallowing music. When you try and you, you know, like right after, like right after when you like in the middle of the depression, the the muck, when you in the middle of the mud, you know, that is 808 and heartbreak music. 808 heartbreak music is Andy Dufresne crawling through the shit pipe. And then you come out before you come out on the other side, it, 808 and heartbreaks is for crawling through the shit pipe of depression from love. So I'm sorry if it wasn't If it hasn't been on the top of my list Of music I've definitely banged it for sure But uh I mean yeah I mean it could be number On my list is number 5 I heard some people My sister and some other people For sure like after after that After I listened to the podcast with E And what he said For sure the next 3 people I said I talked to was like Um you know Graduation Anyway, heartbreaks. I was like, "Oh my god!" Plus, they were they were girls, so that counts too. I asked I asked them if we was gonna curve it for girls, because of course, girls is gonna take some cake shit. You know, they're gonna take some shit where a guy is talking about how he misses his girl, and you gotta keep your love locked down, and all this other shit. So, of course, that's gonna be high up on women's list. And as I predicted, and as he predicted, I give him a little prop on that. But come on, man. Ladies love the love lockdown. Ladies love the 808 and heartbreaks. The album is called Heartbreak. Come on now. But yeah, so I listened to that a little bit. Um, what I do this weekend? Went up to see uh, my boys. Uh, my, my friend Phil had his son's first birthday. That was cool. Um, only black people there. You know, me and Shana. Um... What else? Uh, well, we were we were the only black people. We were also the only people like outside of family, 
And I don't know if people were, I mean, it, it was a little bit of a drive. I don't know if people were concerned with, I don't, I don't know if people necessarily knew it was going to be out in the burbs. Um, but it was still cool, you know. It was not bad. Uh, Joe was there. It's always good to see Joe. You don't know any of these people. I'm just saying what I did this weekend. Um, I did that. Um, I did not go to the African festival, unfortunately. Um, but I did. We threw my mom threw a brunch for my aunt, so we went over there and ate good, and found out that my grandfather would have been a hundred on Sunday, Monday, yesterday. No, day before yesterday. Right, yeah. He would have been 100. He was born in 1915. And <laughs> and we had to use a calculator. <laughs> listen, man. Listen, I am not a counter. <laughs> I, I might have been able to tell that, though. But anyway, anyway, somebody in the house had to use a calculator. I didn't know he was born in 1915. They didn't tell me. They looked on, I think they looked at an old obituary or something like that. I don't know. Anyway. um, Yeah, I got the funny family. I don't have the, the family of mathematicians. Some of them, somebody in the family is good at math. Maybe TT is good at math. That's my aunt. That's my mom's sister. That's whose birthday it was. She doesn't listen to the show. We'll get into that later. But um, let's just hop, let's hop into the topics. That was enough catch up, right? Let's hop into the topics. Okay, I just want to talk about a couple things. And then I got something to talk about at the end for my listeners, special for y'all um, and special for y'all who don't listen. Um, so first off, Tyga and Kylie Jenner are, I don't know if they're planning a sex tape. Or, if, well, I know Tyga had a song where he was like, he was really talking about giving it to this young chick who just turned, just turned 18. And they've been rumored to have been talking for a long time, right? But uh, he's in some song going hard about them and what he want to do to her. And what they be on And there was some conversation about him And her having a sex tape And he was like man It'd be way hotter than that Mimi And Nico mixtape Which they are characters From this TV show That I don't watch um, Called Love and Hip Hop I don't know what city this is This is one of them cities I don't know Love and hip hop is in like five cities now They just take every opportunity they can To make black people look bad Um, And I was was recently somewhere With a bunch of white people And that shit came on And it was just like Oh my god Can we please Can somebody please turn this shit Before they try to ask me some questions about it And I have to cuss somebody the fuck out But um Number one, why is he even taking taking questions like that? Why is he even entertaining that talking about a sex tape? Everybody think you want to come up anyway, which I don't want to say. <laughs> I don't want to say that I respect his come up. I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is there are women that do this hundreds of times a day. Like they come into a relationship with a man with a plan, with an agenda. 
And I'm not saying he's not truly interested in old girl or whatever. I mean, I know, I know I am in my late 20s, 29 to be exact, that we really want to get on my shit. I'm in my late 20s. And I really, like, I don't, there are very few, there are very few people, people, period. I won't even narrow it down to women. There are very few people under the age of 20. Three, under the age of 23 that I can have like long conversations with. There's not a lot. So I don't, I mean, I guess he's 20. How old is Tiger? Tiger's what? Like, see, I don't want to say he's, Tiger's pretty old. Tiger age. Tiger, he's 25. So 25 to 17, that is... Shit, I hate, <laughs> I hate when I put the 20, so that's five years, so that's seven years, seven years, I don't know, I don't know, I don't really know what they, and this is like a very sheltered 17, 18 too, like it's not like she's out here like going through shit and dealing with life. She, you know what she is dealing with? A lot of plastic surgery. Now, this will be one of the few times you'll hear me talk about the Kardashians seriously. And I don't want to spend too much time on this because I just don't want to get him that much time on, on my show. But look at some old pictures of Kylie Jenner. Look at some old pictures of her. She's 17 now. She's 18 now. My bad, Tiger. I don't want people to think that you robbing, you know what I'm saying? You like pedophile and some shit. Does she, is that a Michael Kors watch? That can't be a Michael Kors watch. <laughs> she's way she's way classier than that, I hope. She at least got more money than that. She's, I hope that's not a Michael Kors watch. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm currently watching this Tiger stimulated video. Featuring Kylie Jenner walking in slow motion. Easy jazz. But um I hope that's not Michael Kors watch. But anyway. Um even the name of the song is kind of creepy. Stimulate. I want to listen to it, but I don't want to play it on here and like get in trouble. Anyway, I I, I think that you should be way more low-key. If this is serious, that's what I think. Like if he if he at 25 with a baby mama who is a stripper. If he is really interested in this Armenian might as well be rich white girl. Who is 18. He should be way lower key about it. A phrase I heard, and I, I rarely quote women, but he should be on the lowest of keys with this shit. Definitely not all in the video. And if she is in the video, it shouldn't be a song called Stimulated. And he shouldn't be entertaining conversation about them doing a sex tape. But I'll say this too. She just turned 17. She just turned 18. My bad again, Tiger. I don't know why I keep doing it. She just turned 18 and she has had significant plastic surgery, like head to toe. 
Like, I'm looking up some young pictures of her right now. Like, just what she's had done to her face, like her lips, and like, like the basic shit. Like, she's had a lot of work, yo. Like, they got before and pic- after pictures. She's had a nose job. She's had she's had a lot of shit done. Her lips have been have been touched up enormously. Her nose has had a little shaving done. She's had a little rhinoplasty. Her eyes look kind of the same. But then if you look at her body, her body's had some work done too. So I so that that in itself is a whole lot of really early work. May and they have a their family has a reputation of you know of of adult industry type shit. I mean they they released the the Kim Kardashian uh Ray J tape. Like you can buy that. And she had to sign off on it. Her family had to sign off on it. Somebody had to sign off on it. So maybe I don't know. Maybe maybe Chris is like pushing this through. I heard that there was supposedly some rumors that, you know, her sisters are concerned that they think Tyga is trying to take advantage of her. She's already been taken advantage of. That's 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 late. I'm, I don't know. I want to get off of this. But what I am saying, if it, if they were serious, uh, he need to be way lower key about this, yo. He need to. I'm not saying keep your hide your light under a bush, but um, you can't be talking about sex tapes and type shit. Like you gotta take, you gotta treat it like you would treat any other. Maybe, I don't know. He did just come from a stripper, so maybe that's commonplace. I don't know. It's a lot of shit that goes on in L.A. I, I just came back from there. There's a lot of shit that's kind of crazy out there that. I guess wouldn't fly in other places. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's it. I mean, but Kylie Jenner, she's looking nice, but she's only 18. And, and yeah. And stop with the comparisons of her to uh fucking which, which daughter is it? Which is the oldest Obama daughter? Am I committing like a black crime and not knowing this? <laughs> is it people like nigga you don't know you don't know the black I know them it's Sasha and Malaya right but I don't know which one is the older one hold on I'm finna look now Sasha Obama they and they show a picture of both of them what the fuck okay Sasha is the younger one the uh the dark skin one the one who I think is really gonna be the the bad one when it's all said and done I think she's the one that's going to come out as the, I don't want to call her a hottie because I feel weird about talking about how the potential of, <laughs> of young girls, but I think she's, I think she's going to end up being cuter than her sister. Okay. So how do you spell Malia? What is it? Malia? There we go. Malia Obama age. I guess she's 18, 17. She's 17. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if she got plastic surgery, she'd look like 
fucking what's her name too, um, Kylie Jenner too. But stop posting pictures of both of them and like see which one is raised like this and which one is which one is raised like that. Who cares? She's the first lady. She's the the first kid. Whatever it is, the first daughter. She can't dress like that. Not to say that she would want to, but this is totally different. You can't compare. This is totally different circumstances. Please stop it. Uh, next topic. Uh, well, some more. <laughs> I was about to say some more slut shit. Uh, the maturation of Miley Cyrus and her effect on the quote unquote future. Miley Cyrus recently released or apparently recently some leaked pictures surfaced fuck out of here with that who's supposed to believe that shit anymore just like just like Tyga has fucked up by giving out all the plans of this sex tape that is that was supposed to be an accident that's how everybody gets the sex tape off it was like I thought that this was just between me and him I didn't know that when I was looking in the corner, I was looking directly into a camera. I didn't know that he wanted to do all this wild shit. We always do this kind of wild shit. I didn't know it was a camera. Fuck out of here. So they always do like the fake, like it was private and we didn't know it was going to come out. And like they got this new quote unquote leaked. It was leaked. There was no leaked. How is it leaked when you oh, when you put it out? But he messed up by outlining the plan. So he's supposed to leak it. So Miley in in typical fashion of today has had some pictures leaked, quote unquote, of her FaceTiming with some dude and like having like like sexting, which like I don't give a fuck about. But I do think it's ironic that it just came out two weeks or about a week probably a week 10 days about 10 days after her whole vma bullshit and like bringing attention like back to her in some kind of way and i just want to like let's all remember that miley cyrus started out like her, her okay so her pops her pops was a below average country star he had one song not two just one and it was whack now okay so of course at the time it was hot because it was the flash in the pan type of thing at, at that moment but Achy breaky heart. If you're talking to like real country fans and you talk about, yeah, I like country too. I like achy breaky heart. You can kill yourself. Like you'll get a, a cowboy boot in the face talking that dumb shit. So he gets in the game with one song, one kitschy dance song. And then now there is this this space for his daughter. His daughter starts off on the Disney Channel, Hannah Montana, and grows. Okay, so on even on the show, she has these like multiple personalities, right? There's like 
Hannah Montana, and then there's, or is it Miley Cyrus and then Hannah Montana? I don't know about this fucking show. Hold on. Hannah Montana. Let's just, uh, they ain't got a, um, whatchamacallit on here? I just want a real quick Wikipedia. There we go. I don't trust Wikipedia for everything, but for this quick shit, I don't even. Um, Miley Stewart. Okay, so maybe that was the other. Yeah, Miley Stewart is a teenager living a double life as an average schoolgirl by day and a famous recording artist, Hannah Montana, by night. By night, sorry. Right, so... So um, Miley Cyrus gets up on Disney. She has this huge deal to be this. She's got this uh, show where she's living this double life of Miley, whatever, and Hannah Montana. And she sucks in the kids and little girls is watching this show. And then typical of the show, what the show kind of makes her into a singing star because that's the whole you know kind of like power is trying to do it in the Tory Norton it's only going I give it two years before she tries to release some kind of R&B album but she doesn't sing good on the show so how are you gonna put out an album but at any rate this is another this is an example of you know using one thing to boost another so she's got this TV show where she's a singer then, of course, when she gets too old for the TV show, she'll put out one or two albums that will associate her, that will still associate with the audience that watched the show. And maybe one, one, one album that is catered to a younger audience than she actually is. Before she comes out with the Britney Spears tits out kind of kind of song, right? Before she starts uh, sexing it up. But I will say that she had help from the black community, the black music community. And I don't know if, if you if you don't get it, I'm trying to paint this conspiracy theory dealing with Miley Cyrus. And it will involve hip hop because I don't think Gucci Mane made a song called Hannah Montana on accident. OK, <laughs> so you got Hannah Montana. So that's in one way kind of introducing this, you know young white bitch theory into hip hop, which as we see is kind of still resonating when you talk about, you know, Tyga and Kylie or whatever. And, you know, then, um, Jay-Z comes in, you know, uh, somewhere around America, Miley Cyrus is still twerking. And by this time, Miley Cyrus is like bugging. She's like superly like hopping out there. She's you know naked on this song. She's uh, wrecking ball in it and the whole naked thing there. And then it's after that VMA performance. Was it one or two years ago where she like really just spazzed out? Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was longer than that. Um, But after that one, she really started like she really started wilding. And like she was in the video with she did the video with uh. What's my homie? Mike Will made it. The Jays on my feet or whatever it was called. She did a bunch of stuff with him. And I heard that they was like dating for a minute. But now. Okay. So after the VMAs, now these pictures come out of her 
finger popping herself and grabbing her boobs. Here it is. And, um, you know, like some super explicit shit. And there is there is a generation of little white girls and little girls, period, that are kind of following. I don't want to say they following Miley's lead, but she in some ways sets the sets the standard or like introduces them to different levels of slutism. Like you can't tell me that kid that girls that grew up watching Hannah Montana aren't in some way moving at the same pace Miley Cyrus is. I know when I was younger, I was moving at a similar pace as Corey from Boy Meets World, slightly faster. But like when I was young, we was kind of on par. And you can't tell me that girls aren't looking at themselves and like see themselves or see see those characters in themselves. So I don't know. I just feel like Miley Cyrus, she they she was she she's been programmed or she's been assigned to manipulate a certain age group. Very much like certain rappers are made to manipulate certain certain age groups of black men. But man, I don't know. It's just it's always something with her. Like I just saw these pictures and it was just like, okay, so now now little white bitches is gonna think it's okay to finger pop them with themselves over um over FaceTime. Which is fine. I mean, hey. Listen, <laughs> I will accept some finger popping FaceTimes. But I don't know. I'd I'd much rather them want to do it on their own than for Miley Cyrus to be like influencing it and like pushing everything. She just pushes everything. She sells everything. She has no, there's nothing Miley Cyrus. There's no, there's no cause she won't associate her name with. And that makes for a lot of, a lot of bullshit. It makes for a lot of unhonest um, support. And again, for those certain causes, it, it makes it somewhat makes light of your situation. It's somewhat I don't want to I don't want to rhyme there, but it somewhat makes light of your plight. I mean, that's just how bad that's just how ill my skills are. Like sometimes I just rap without really wanting to rap. I'll just be spitting that shit. That's how I know when I'm eating. What's the next one? Um, Alicia Keys, Jamaica T-shirt recreation. Hey, hey. Can I get an email at the Rojo show at gmail.com from anybody who thinks that Alicia Keys is in the top top five African-American women, famous African-American women. And I mean, like actors or musicians, please don't send me no pictures of Bernice Bogort, Burgoyce, whatever the fuck that name, her, her name is. Please don't pick, send me no pictures of no um, Instagram models. I need somebody that everybody knows and with some bread. Because Instagram models be broke half the time. Unless they, you know, doing, uh, they hosting club nights or some thought shit like that. But um, it, Alicia Keys, really? Really? 
Like, look at some real pictures of Alicia Keys. Look at some real pictures of Alicia Keys when she be having that pizza face. And this is no disrespect to Swizzy. I know this is your queen. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not hating on that. I'm just speaking. I'm trying to speak objectively about her her appearance amongst other women, amongst her peers. Please somebody email me if they think she is in the top five. I don't see it. I bring this up because she recently recreated this uh, this Jamaica this I know y'all have seen the the famous light skinned chick in the Jamaican t shirt the t shirt says Jamaica it's red it's like a semi mock neck super tight you can see it's you see you, you you can you can guess it was a little cold that day easy jazz wow but can we can everybody chill on Alicia Keys. Like anybody who's talking about she's top five, I would uh, love to invite you to kill yourself. I mean, let's listen. Beyonce is definitely hotter than Alicia Keys, without a doubt. Okay, without a doubt, she's killing Alicia Keys. Um, no, I wouldn't say Tamar Braxton. I I just wouldn't. She's not that hot. I wouldn't put her in the top five. This is a, she's nowhere near the top five. I don't know if I put her in the top ten. I don't know why her name came to my mind, but uh, she's not at all. Um, young Tony Braxton was killing Alicia Keys, but Tony Braxton is probably like twice Alicia Keys' age. I think. Let's see how old she is. While I keep thinking, I mean, Holly Berry is still killing Alicia Keys. Um. I think Taraji is killing Alicia Keys. Um, I think Sanaa Lathan is killing Alicia Keys. I think um, Nia Long is killing Alicia Keys. How old is she? She's 34. Okay, so... Sierra's probably killing Alicia Keys. Nicki Minaj is 32. I didn't know Nicki Minaj is 32. And, and her and Beyonce are the same age. They both 34. Boom. Pretty sure I take Rihanna over Alicia Keys. Um, there's there's not enough. Uh, Nicki Minaj doesn't have enough original parts for me, you know, to be 32. I I can't do it. Um, who else? I named more than five, but Alicia Keys is not. She's not all that. Please chill on that. She recreated that little Jamaica picture and um it was cute but it was it was not um it was not as hot as she was trying to make it. It was it was kind of average honestly. Kind of average. Cuz she don't even have a rack like that. Like her titties are not even like her best attribute. Her talent is <laughs> her talent and the braids once she stopped rocking the braids i think something happened to her voice too like once she started cutting her hair a lot of women say it happened once she broke up swizz's first marriage i'm not jumping in that that's like lady talk i don't i don't know about that but um can we can we all just please chill on alicia keys she's she's okay And if anything is above that, it's because she can play the hell out of a uh, piano and kind of sing. But other than that, please stop. 
Um, next, Chris Brown bails on lesbian uh, lesbian show in Atlanta. So apparently, Chris Brown was booked to perform at. Shut up. Apparently, she was booked to perform at a some kind of like lesbian festival, some kind of like lesbian concert. LGBT, a concert. I don't know, some kind of concert for lesbians. But um apparently Chris didn't show up and if you let them tell it it was because, you know, it was like a handful of gay dudes there, which a handful, what kind of hand is this? Is this like a gay handful? That's that's not funny. <laughs> no, but like what kind of handful is this? Is this one of those handfuls that really means like a hundred if it's a a handful in the staple center is like a whole section but apparently he his people say he didn't know anything about it he tweeted saying that um he wasn't booked they say they paid him and uh and it put him on a bunch of flyers and all types of shit. But he denies all of that. He apologized. It, I don't know. I, I could see Chris Brown. I don't know. They, they cited, of course. So, of course, this was the article I read it on. Most of the information all come from these um, LGBT blogs and websites. So you have to take number one, you got to take the article with a grain of salt because, you know, it's written with a certain amount of malice. Oh, I won't even say malice. There's um, there's a little sauce on top of it. You know, there's a little sauce on that story. Just like and I'll admit it, when you hear me talk about black shit, it's a little extra sauce on it because I feel passionately about this, about myself and my people and our treatment in the world. Um, So they they. Now, here's the thing. They have that amount of sauce, you know, the sauce that, like I just said, if it's if it's something that affects you personally, you speak and you have a certain a a more fire and more uh, fervor for that subject. But and I I, I don't this is what makes this podcast this podcast. Um, The LGBT community has a reputation of sensationalizing and seeking the highest possible penalty and press for their issues and for their their quote their their problems or their their um dissatisfaction in the world and um so reading the article they cite all of these uh they they cite quote unquote all these other instances of I guess that would be the close quote. All these other instances is what I want to put point out of um, Chris Brown being homophobic. And the only one they use is he was going back and forth with somebody on Twitter and he referred to them as a dick and a booty ass little boy. Now. Now. There are. Um, jokes. Uh, is it a slur? I don't want to call it a slur, 
Okay, well, I'll, I'll go at it from that way. Okay, so there are slurs that a lot of people use to generally disrespect people. Um, they happen to be ones that are specific to homosexuals, but they came that way based on a perceived weakness or inadequacy. And then that, that term became more popular as it pertained to homosexuals. I'm speaking specifically about like sissy or like punk or, um, uh, I mean, the origins of the word faggot are kind of, uh, they they're kind of mixed like you know of course i've seen the the louis clip where dude explains where like you know the term faggot was from when they used to bundle them together and burn them or some shit like that but um like i i i never used the word faggot a lot i never used it a lot but when I have used it, it wasn't toward towards a homosexual. Like I've never called a homosexual a faggot or a fag or none of that shit. Um, I just call I, I call gay dudes bitches when they get on my nerves. Really, and I mean I call bitches bitches. I call gay dudes bitches because that's what they at the time generally that's what they're reminding me of. They're reminding me of an annoying woman. But like. Or, you know, what usually <laughs> it's it, usually when I use the word fag, it happens in it, it's happened in church a couple of times. But that's because I've just been like amazed. It's, and it's never like maliciously. It's just kind of like that's what like super flamboyant, shiny, sparkly men are to me, even if they're even if they're straight, like a dude that, you know, like, I don't know, I can a dude that takes like that makes a big deal out of like weird feminine stuff that they do like like look my dude like you can go and get a mani petty like that's your business if that's what you want to do but to like compare it to other women's mani petties like that is that that might get you a fag word <laughs> that that right there but like when i'm upset I, and i don't even i don't really get upset with gay dudes because that's like a lose-lose situation like <laughs> there's no way you're coming out of that in a <laughs> positively uh so i don't know but like sissy and punk like dick in the dick in the booty little boy african booty scratcher like these are shit that this is shit that like black boys say to other black boys or black i mean it's just what we do is we roast we jones and if we call you a a, a, a sissy or a, a pussy, it's not because we're comparing you to a gay dude. We're comparing you to we're, we're comparing you to other men. And amongst other men, you're soft. So I, I say that to say that I don't know. I mean, and, and again, again, I say all of this not knowing about what type of shit Chris Brown is really into. I say this not knowing really, you know, what what comes with the level of fame and notoriety and recognition that he has. Um, I don't know what he may have become accustomed to. Now, all I can say is that if you're trying to paint a picture 
of someone being homophobic, someone of urban black city or country, urban black descent, young black descent. Dick in the booty little boy is not necessarily a gay slur. It's just it's a it's a it's a term of uh, I, it's 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 not used as a gay slur in the black community as much as it may sound. That's what I'll say. And that's all I have to say about that. Um, Justin Bieber was recently on Jimmy Fallon. And I posted the link to this video on my Facebook page, the Rojo Show fan page. Get on it. Check it out. Comment on some shit. Like some videos, like some pictures or not. Um, But Justin Bieber had a quote unquote drum off with the great, the legendary quest love of the legendary Roots crew. And it was a farce. It was a production. It was a sham. It was fixed. It was fake. It was phony. It was counterfeit. It was bullshit. If you look at this video, Questo kicks it off. He invites Justin to kick it off. I mean, he is the guest. The gentleman, Questlove. And Justin, you know, quote unquote, obliges or pushes him just kick it. So Quest kicks it on some simple kind of do 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 do. You know what I'm saying? Some nothing shit. You know I'm a, I'm a, I'm an easy white boy. You know some nothing shit. Number one, um, drumming is quite like a freestyle or um, a dance battle or any uh, a cipher a cipher. There isn't to be, or it's like, it's like capoeira, it's like jujitsu, it's like life, feel me? So this drum battle, Quest kicks it off with a little beat, ends it, and then Justin stops and like lets the audience clap in between. That's not how drum battles go, that's not how freestyles go, that's not how cyphers go. Justin does some little bullshit or whatever and then Questo comes right in on the on the end of it like bow like like a musician would like like Justin came into the game as he drums he plays a little guitar he, he supposedly sings he cannot dance um but you, you, Questo came in right on the end of Justin boom 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 boom, 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 boom. and then it's Justin's turn again and he stops it has to like get the bottom line is it took Quest Love to count him in as he was still doing his solo. It took him to count in Justin Bieber for him to hop in on the beat. And then when he hopped in on the beat, he did some little bullshit. You know, he did some shit that if you've been playing drums for five years, if you've been if you play drums for a year, you can do it was nothing. Like I, I I posted it on my page and I tagged Will in it. I, and I really I really expected Will to expect more of Justin. 
and perhaps he he didn't have time to consider the the background um the supposed musical acumen of Justin Bieber as a drummer but knowing all of his supposed talent and experience playing drums I was disappointed and I think Questlove did way more tap dancing and nigga sugarfooting than he should have because he got all up and he like walked off and I think he might have like low-key bowed to Justin and it was the everybody in the roots was up there in the stands like nodding their head like yeah this kid's got chops like yeah he's the one the bro it was very embarrassing it was it was extremely embarrassing and then Questlove got all up and walked all through the crowd like, oh, my God, I, I'm not worthy. This kid just crushed me. Get the, come on, man. Like, I feel, is that really a part of the job? Have y'all really turned into, you know, the band from um, Bamboozled? Right? Whoa. Has anyone, go back and see Bamboozled, Okay. I, was that a prophecy? Was Spike Lee telling us something about the roots? That they may not have sold out for all those years, but when they finally do, it was going to be a fire sale that they was going to sell all the way to fuck out. Because the way he the way he was walking from Justin Bieber after that little bullshit drum solo. I'm sorry. I've, I've lost some quest has lost some points for me. And I know I'm nobody now. I know I'm nobody now. But when it matters, I'm going to have to let Quest know. Quest, you hurt my heart with that shit because uh, he was terrible. It was not good at all. It was not good. And he's just sitting there looking like, oh, I killed it. Everybody in the roots is sitting there shaking their heads and, oh, yeah, oh, he's he's got it. Fuck out of here, man. I refuse. I refuse to go for that bullshit now just put the notes away just put the notes away um episode 20 of the Rojo show at Shy Rojo presents the Rojo show on iTunes Episode 20, in my mind, solidifies the fact that I'm not going anywhere. Um, episode 20 symbolizes that you don't have much more time to get involved before I'm going to close the door. And I'm going to ride with who I have. Um, you may not. This this may sound weird. You may be listening to this through your headphones or in your car or however. However, the true fans listen to the Rojo show. Um, you're only going to have so much more time to get in on this on the ground level to really be uh, considered one of the first people that fucked with this. 
because I, I am not that guy. And let me explain. Um, my mom, party girl, mom, shouts out to party girl, mom, party girl, mom. My mom is a, um, a, a, a salesperson. My mom is a politician. My mom is the, um, the, uh, the publicist. She is the one that, you know, um, if you want to get more fans, you really need to be a nicer person. You really need to, um, comment on people's Facebook pages, you know, nicer. You really need to, um, go out of your way to talk to people, um, who, who have already had the chance to say yay or nay to this podcast. This podcast is very important to me. Um, I've had lots of people ask me, you know, what's up with that podcast? You know, do you do that for fun? What, 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 um, is that like, what do you, what do you want to do with it? I don't have time necessarily to do things for fun. Um, if they are fun, it's because they have a double thing to them. And for instance, um, working out is fun or playing, going to play basketball or going to play soccer, you know, that's fun. It's also a workout. It's also keeping my body and keeping my cardio in shape, but that's fun. Um, I don't have time right now to say play video games, which is strictly fun, not really conducive or adding to anything in in the life, in the, in the broad scheme of things. So excuse anyone who's asked me that because there have been people who have asked me that, which is why I'm, I'm saying this. There are people and I'm surprised. I was surprised by some of the people. I was surprised by some of the people who have hit me up like, you know, yo, I dig the podcast. Um, how do we take it to the next level? Because I tell you, it wasn't who I thought it was going to be. It wasn't who I thought it was going to be. And these people aren't doing a lot. These people aren't putting no money in my pocket. These people ain't, you know, buying mics or no shit like that, which is fine. Which is fine. But they are saying, hey, I, I like what you're doing keep doing it which in, it makes me know that if one person says it then somewhere someone else who is not as accessible to me feels it as well so at least i'm gonna keep it going for them too right now there's probably about 10 people who i know hardcore listen to the rojo show and i know way more than 10 people and that's fine that's fine i've, I've said on this podcast before if you're just listening to this because you know me if you're just listening to this, but you're like not really listening to it, you're just trying to listen to it because, you know, somebody put you on to it or somebody asked you to listen to it. If you're fulfilling some kind of obligation by listening to this podcast, I, Sir Rojo of Chicago, I relinquish you of that burden. Don't. Because this podcast is not for everybody. Somebody asked me that this weekend. Is it, I mean, is the podcast really for me? If you have to ask that question, no. I take your application, I rip it up, and it 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 don't even worry about it. Because this podcast 
is um this podcast is is for lions. This podcast is for wolves. This podcast is for women. And if if it's if if there is a woman that doesn't like this podcast, I guarantee you she likes men who should like this podcast. She wants a man to listen to this podcast. Because this podcast is is not disrespectful. This podcast is not inflammatory. What it is, is it is um, not afraid to ask questions and not afraid to punch up or punch down. Is not afraid to inspire thought. It is not afraid to uh, buck the system. It's not even really about bucking the system. It's just asking questions that in this day and age are no longer, for some reason, comfortable to ask. And yes, I am educated. And yes, I am uh, not necessarily from the middle class. Yes, I am a man. So those are things that in in society, I I had one, you know, uh, supposed feminist, you know, talk to me about, you know, all the things I have going for me in society and how the podcast is in some way um, a way for the enfranchised to complain. And number one, that's a bunch of bullshit because I don't complain about anything. I simply ask questions. I just want to know. I just want to know what the equivalent for men is when women have happy, happy wife, happy, happy life, happy wife, happy wife, happy life is, is a phrase that is openly accepted amongst women and couples and society. What is the equivalent for men? That's that's a simple question. I just want an answer. I'm not trying to be misogynist. I'm not saying that, you know, that's a simple question that people don't have an answer to. Women don't have an answer to. Feminists don't have an answer to. I just want to know at what age I, I, w- I want to meet um, and talk to some homosexuals and, and find out if they really did. They really feel this way. Their whole lives. And at what age did they start to not feel that way or did they start to change? And if there happened to be any factors in their lives that could have contributed to that, that's all. I just want to ask. I just want the freedom to ask questions. Do you really think that Bruce Jenner, Caitlyn Jenner, who was able to complete a transformation that and mind you, we don't know how complete the transformation is but was had the funds and the means and the resources and mainly the money to complete a transition that people, if they feel the need to make this transition, if they are so convicted to do this, last them years, struggle, hardship, moments of, of, um, moments of possible disfigurement, Moments of of awkwardness, moments of inadequacy. Does she really represent that sector of people? 
does she really acknowledge and know the struggle that those people went through? These are the kind of questions that I want to ask. These are the kind of questions that will be asked continuously. How can a, how can a third grader suffer from gender dysphyxia? Is that the name of it? Gender gender dysphoria, sorry. Can a third grader What's the age of a third grader? Average age of third graders. Third grade is seven. If you're in third grade, what age are you? Eight or nine. Can an eight or nine year old really suffer from gender dysphoria? which is a confusion of of what gender you identify with at eight years old? Or is there a parent there that is oversensitive to something? Is there a parent there that is taking certain social cues way too seriously and in some ways putting putting a condition on their child? These are the questions that will continue to be asked and, and yeah, I'm going to talk about funny shit too. I'm going to talk about my first car because I think that's interesting. I was raised by storytellers. My Uncle Reggie was a great storyteller. Told me about going to Northern and sneaking into frat parties. My mother was a great storyteller. Told me about, you know, her and her friends living up North and leaving the record player on, on, on 10 the whole all night. Jerry McKnight. First time she listened to uh, Lil Esther Phillips. My father telling me about the nigga at Northern that used to shoot jump shots with his legs crossed. So I'm going to tell stories too. I'm going to tell stories of me and me and Jeff the summer we both had our white Air Ones walking, through the, walking to see the fireworks in the grass trying not to crease our sneakers. I'm going to talk about me and Will and Lil Marcus Howard and Ifani and Eric Strickland. When we went up, we mobbed up to Gary Payton and we got almost got arrested on the way back. I'm going to tell these stories. And if you're interested, you're going to listen and you're going to email and you're going to follow and you're going to share. But don't be surprised when people say they don't they don't listen to the show or they don't they don't like it anymore because I'm not going to be surprised of it anymore. But rest assured. If Rojo is anything, Rojo is loyal. Rojo watches. And Rojo knows who to keep at arm's length and who to embrace. And I'm telling you, my arms are only so long. And the time and the window is closing for people to get in on this while it's small. Because when it blows up, it's going to be hard. Because I'm going to remember who was there and who wasn't. To get in contact with me, the Rojo Show at gmail.com, the Facebook page, The Rojo Show, iTunes, Shy Rojo Presents The Rojo Show, SoundCloud, The Rojo Show, Stitcher, The Rojo Show, Instagram, Shy Rojo One. Get at me. This is episode 20. This is the one that they'll remember. This episode marks the turn. One, two, three.
on this track, first thing I want to say is that we eating over here, Bally's Buffet. Dollar menu, too. Screech around the drive-thru. Roll the window down. Now the restaurant get high, too. I'm a whale in this shit. Check the talent. I whale on you niggas. Check my balance. I'm a whale to you niggas. Thirsty, fuzzing goddess. But I'm young and hungry, too. You do well to stand beside us. So feel the wrath of a thousand titans. Every day I rise, I feel more enlightened. Get less alive as time goes. How can I make time slow? How can I make certain if I'm birth the season to the earth? The shit we do right now and make the future conditions worse. I got a list of targets in my office. I link their main accomplices. I'm just gathering resources. I'll show you what an arsenal is. Like Thierry Henry. Gotta let them know I still got it. Hope they know I still got it. Hope they know all it takes is a spark. And I'll go when you don't want to go. One to ten makes you feel one and get brave again. The passion is amassing in my veins. Gotta blast away the castaway, even his soul slain. His brain needing to frag it, body needing repairing. His aura out of disorder, his spirit needing a spot there. Me and the cadre, oxymorons, rebel biddens, banging the best of shy day. We some smooth motherfucking operators, connecting flight lines, landing us on dark stages. All we see is they eyes, the windows to the soul. All they see is the body, God's image, I'm told. Don't mistake it for hubris, I was still a youth when talking to elders. I said the truth is, we don't know what 